Uh, it's good to be back together again and to have baptism. This is great. So um, I just have a short message, and then I'm just going to get out of here, and we're going to start baptizing people because that's what we're all looking forward to, right? So, okay. Well, today, as Rob said, is a joyous day of celebration because, for one, there are people who have decided to follow Jesus, and that is always, that, that's the best thing, right? To rejoice that our names are written in the book of life. And that there are people who have believed upon the gospel of Jesus Christ. They've put their faith and their trust in the person and the work of Jesus. And because of that, they are now following Jesus. And and as a public declaration of that faith, as a showing of their commitment to Jesus, they are getting baptized right here in this water. And so, yeah, it is a horse trough. um, But it's it's actually a perfect six-foot-long, two-foot-deep body of water. And uh, that's really all we need. We actually, we were going to go the, the, um, the hot tub route, um, which we did last time, but we had it out here and it was just too small. And it, you know, with the jets, you know, we were going to try to go for that pool of Bethesda kind of thing where the water stirs up. But, so this one doesn't have that feature, but it's okay. We're going we're gonna to get by with it because what matters is that you just have a body of water. Uh, and what matters is that there is faith present as people are going into the water and coming out of the water. And look, baptism, all it simply means from the Greek word baptizo is that you are getting immersed or dipped, aka you're going to get dunked. That's what baptism simply means. But what what really it is, is a demonstration of faith. It is a, an, an active participation with God in, in an actual physical, tangible way to show that you identify with Jesus spiritually. And so, um, you guys remember in the book of Acts, in, in, well, just in, in general in Acts, you see the Holy Spirit come upon the church, and then you see even the first day at Pentecost, 3,000 being saved, and then being baptized, and then all as the Holy Spirit is moving and building the church and as the disciples are doing the great commission that Jesus sent them out by the power of the Holy Spirit, people are coming to salvation and then immediately getting baptized. And one of the great baptism stories of the book of Acts is found in chapter 8. It's a story, you know, when Philip is going uh, along in the chariot with the Ethiopian and he is giving him the gospel, taking him through all the scriptures and showing where Jesus is testified about. And that Ethiopian believes upon Jesus and then all of a sudden, just kind of in that moment, he looks out the, the, the carriage, right, and just sees this body of water. He says, hey, look, there's some water. What prevents me from being baptized? And for all we know, it could have been, uh, you know, a stagnant ravine. Um, Could have been a horse trough. Uh, Could have been any body of water. And uh, and so this is what we have. We've got this tub right here where people are going to go in. It's it's warmer than the Pacific Ocean. Um, It's a little bit smaller than the Jordan River. And unfortunately, it doesn't have that pool of Bethesda feature like the hot tub does. But this is what we have today. We have men, women, and children who are making this public, ple- uh, public declaration of faith. And what the, what the water does is it functions like a grave um, because these people have died with Jesus. Because they have died with Jesus, they will also be raised with Jesus. And that baptism is an outward expression of an inward 
reality. You know, a real change has happened in these people's lives. Jesus has saved them. Jesus has redeemed them. And they're going to come forward and they're going to step into those waters and they're going to publicly declare that it is so. And so each person being baptized today, they have put faith in Jesus. They have been saved by his grace. And look, baptism is not a work that saves us. Baptism is a sign that Jesus did all the work. Baptism is not a work that saves us. It's a sign that Jesus did all the work, that it is finished, that the cross and the empty tomb declare that fact, that it is finished. Sin has been paid for in full. And so what they're doing is that they are publicly declaring that that work has been done in their lives, that work of Jesus. And each person has an active relationship with Jesus. So if that's you, if you are one of those people who are getting baptized today, um, what I'm going to do is when you come forward and you get into that water, I'm going to ask you, do you love Jesus? And, and you're going to say, yes, I absolutely love Jesus. You're going to make that beautiful and bold pl- uh, proclamation. I'm having trouble saying proclamation today. That's a tough word. Proclamation. Uh, a confession to say that, that you are with Jesus. You are united with him. So let me read a couple of scriptures to you. Have a few more thoughts about baptism and then we'll get right to it. So in Colossians chapter 2, verse 12, we see this, uh, this verse about baptism. It says, For you are buried with Christ when you are baptized. And with him you are raised to new life because you trust the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. And then Romans chapter 6 verse 5 says, For if we have been united with him in a death like his, you shall certainly be united in a resurrection like his. And so by going into the water, you're showing that you have died with Jesus. By coming out of the water, you are showing that you have been raised with Jesus. And these are true spiritual facts. These are real things that happen. That transformation has taken place in your life. That you have brought the real you to the real Jesus. You love God. God loves you. And you know it. You know that you know that you know that God is with you. And so Jesus gave this command right before he ascended to heaven that this is what we would do. Matthew 28, verse 19 through 20, the the command of the commission of the gospel says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. And so what? good we're back on people it's good I felt like a surge of power up here that was interesting okay Holy Spirit's here moving he's all the power we need so um, I love that 
because that's exactly the point I was gonna make, that God is with us today. His power is with us. Look at what Jesus said. He says, I am with you always. Man, that's a promise to bank on. I am with you always. But here's what I want to say. Aren't there just those special moments in our lives where, where I think you'll know what I mean when I say this? Where, where you know the promise of God that he's with you always, but there's these moments and, and you just, you know it where it feels like the distance between heaven and earth just feels that much closer. You know, where the, 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 the veil is a little bit thinner. And it's in these moments like baptism where we just, we really feel the, the close presence and proximity of God with us. And Jesus said, I will be with you always. That's a promise and a guarantee. But there's something about baptism. There's this, this active participation of faith. You see a lot of times in the New Testament that faith needs to be activated, whether it's reaching out and grabbing the hem of Jesus' garment or, or the, the friends bringing the man up onto the roof and lowering him down, that when there's actually a physical connection to a spiritual reality, there is something about faith that activates. And when faith is activated, God is pleased and God just feels that much nearer to us. Amen? Amen. And that's what happens, I believe, in baptism. There's nothing quite like it because you, again, you're participating in the death and the resurrection life of Jesus. And so if you're getting baptized today, you get to experience all of that. And, and if you are here as a witness, you get to experience all of that. You get to be a witness as the body of believers that this is a family experience, a moment in time where we say as a church, we are a body knit together in love and community and connection. Baptism unites us into the family of God. And, and as we, and I just want to think about Jesus' baptism. How amazing is it that Jesus himself was baptized? And, and in that moment, you know, the the events that surrounded Jesus' baptism were unique to him, but I think two things that happened on the day of his baptism we can expect to happen today. We see how when Jesus was baptized, the Father spoke audibly from heaven and said, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And then we see the Holy Spirit who manifested as a dove and, and, and rested upon Jesus. Now, as I said, that was unique to Jesus. You had the audible voice of the Father. You had the manifest presence of the Holy Spirit as a dove. But here's the two things that Jesus' baptism had. It had the affirmation of the Father and the power of the Holy Spirit. Can we not expect those two things to be present here today? That the Father affirms this moment, that the power of the Holy Spirit is present with each baptism that's happening, that God is pleased with every single person being baptized. And so when, when, when God says in, in the commission of the gospel to baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, that means that in baptism, God meets us with all of who he is and with all of what he does. Think about how the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit work together in our salvation. That the Father planned the work of salvation. The Son accomplished the work of salvation. And the Spirit applies the work of salvation. And so baptism is that holy moment where in a spiritual way we experience God 
in this physical demonstration of our faith and our, our salvation in God. So, are you ready? Are you ready to experience God today in that way? I am. I am. So, we're going to be calling people forward for baptism. If, if you're going to go get your kids, Nick's out there to get the kids. Uh, awesome. So, and, and the worship team's going to come on up, and we're going to get going with the, with the baptism. So, Here's what I'm going to say. Two things. Here's our sort of instruction, how we're going to go about this. First and foremost is that let us have um, expectant faith for God to move right now. Amen? Let us have eyes to see and ears to hear and hearts to perceive what God is doing in our midst right now. Again, God affirms this moment. He gives us the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit in this moment. He's about to work with great power in this church and, and to unite us, not only in Christ, but to unite us together as a community of believers we, where we are affirming one another and saying, I stand with you as a brother or sister in Christ. I stand with the children that are getting baptized to continue to see them raised up in the Lord. And so this is how, it's, that's going to be how it looks spiritually. That's what we can expect. Um, now practically how this is going to look is we're going to just have the band playing some worship songs. So eyes in two directions. Eyes on God, connecting to God vertically, making sure that as, as baptism is happening that we're praying, we're worshiping, we're honoring Jesus. Eyes on Him and eyes on those being baptized because everyone here, you are the witnesses to their baptism. If it's a public declaration of their faith, you are the witnesses. So eyes on God vertically, eyes on those being baptized horizontally. I think you can do bo both of those. We can multitask. Because there's something about when, when, when worship is happening, we're so excited about what's happening here. And when, what's happening is here is going on, then we're so excited about God. And there's just this, there's this connection, as I said, where heaven and earth feels very close together. Amen? So that's what we're going to experience together. And so one by one, you're just going to come forward. You're going to step into the waters. Whole families, whole households together are getting baptized. And when, when they go into the water, and then their face presses up past that water, and you see that beaming smile on their face, what are we going to do? We're going to cheer. A little woo! Amen. Okay, you ready? All right. Well, Nick, why don't you lead us off in this first song? I love this first song that Nick chose. Um, one of the lines of the song is... Um, that the spirit moving over the waters, let your spirit move over us. And, and we, we see that picture at creation, but we also see that picture at baptism, that the spirit moving over the waters, moving over these lives, resting upon us, that not only would we be um, baptized into Christ, but we'd also be baptized into the Holy Spirit. Um, those are two separate and distinct things, but I believe both can be experienced and can happen today. So let's worship, let's, uh, and let's see people get baptized. You ready? All right.